Money FM 89.3, best of workday afternoon. Health Suites with Clarissa Montero on Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon and welcome to Health Suites. Right now I speak to Atul Timurnika, co-founder and chairman of Global Schools Foundation Singapore. We're talking about how schools can help demystify mental health and the change in perception around mental health among students and parents in recent times. Atul, are you there? Yeah, hi, good afternoon. Hi, good afternoon. Welcome to the show. Now, how much awareness is there right now uh, among Singaporean youth where mental health um, is concerned? Yeah, if you look at the current uh, statistics that we have in public domain, uh, roughly about two out of ten students or youth uh, suffer from depression. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the youth, or I would say under below 14 years, the ratio tends to be almost one is to five, which means that much higher percentage of mental illness starts appearing in children below age 14. And, and one of the reasons is primarily social media is a large contributor to this. Okay, you're saying that our younger children, 14 and under, are suffering from peer pressure. Is that what causing their mental stresses? Yeah, I mean, if you look at it, there are multiple factors. If I explain the situation, there Mm. is a pre-social media time when depressions used to be there, but they used to be on account of, you know, biological issues, you know, general issues. But the cases, if you look at it, you know, if there were 100 cases in a pre-social media case out, uh, arising out of depression, then that race, that number today gets multiplied by almost 100, which means that over 10,000 uh, you know, youth will get affected by uh, depression in the age of social media. And this is really the most alarming parameter because the numbers have amplified in relation to the social media. And, and this has raised a concern across all institutions, be it in education, be it in government and public sector. What is it about social media? Is it that uh, they are facing bullying? Is it because there's peer pressure to look a certain way, to dress a certain way, to have certain things? Is it the peer pressure? Is it the bullying? Is it a combination? Is it not feeling like they measure up? So, yeah, I mean, if if we actually go down to the social media and we speak to counsellors and we speak to our students as well, I think what's really clearly emerging is that who you are gets established on the social media, not really on what you do with your life, but really who you are gets established there. Uh, and the need to be reinforced, to become more popular, the more popular you are, the scene is more successful. And the number of likes they get, the number of views they get, how many of them are able to get viral. Actually, these parameters are defining their character certificates rather than the real character in itself. Okay, and this is leading to unhealthy tendencies and stresses on our youth? Yes, yeah, so what's happening is uh, children are beginning to realize that this is what their life is. This is the digital life. I need to be there. Uh, I need to say things about, you know, without a filter. I need to act like this. I need to look like this. So essentially, it's the reflection on social media is what the character or personality that they want to really build on. Unfortunately, social media will not be able to allow them to build the so-called real personality. It will be almost like a semi-real, semi-fake kind of a personality. Right. So what's, what's really happening is students really need to uh, understand that this is not the real life. The life is not on social media. The life is in terms of what work they do, how they study, what interests they have, what hobbies they have. And that's the differentiation that we are trying to bring into our youth today 
that look, there is a digital life, but don't take that that is the only life you have. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're speaking to Atul Timurnika, co-founder and chairman of Global Schools Foundation Singapore. We're talking about mental health and now youth, and you've already introduced us to a rather startling statistic, which is 14 and younger, you see a higher occurrence of mental health issues. Now, one of the problems, uh, and as a parent myself, one of the problems is we realize these things and we try to advise our children that uh, social media shouldn't be the end-all and be-all of their existence. But there is such a huge peer pressure on the children, on the youths themselves. They may not be listening to us. So how do we get that message across to them? Yes, so uh, I think first you have to realize, you know, there's a very strong saying that you need to cut iron with an iron. Mm -hmm. So when we have these youth having facing these issues, really we have to engage the involvement of the youth to support these youth. So what we mean by that is something we have instituted very very innovatively is a SMILE program. Essentially what it does, we've created a mechanism to receive from the students a messaging on what the issues are, what they're facing. Mm-hmm. And and these messages are then displayed. Uh, so we have put in a system whereby we are able to capture these and without showing the actual number, uh, there would be a, a set of, let's say, another set of youths or maybe kids who are slightly senior to them. They would look at the issues on the screen and, and, and they would they be able to advise the student as to you know, what needs to be done. Because here, confidentiality is extremely important. If sure, things yeah. get leaked out, it can literally you know get onto any website or any page. Right. So that's one thing we've done is to engage the young children to go and address. And, and these are all trained young children. They're, we are training. They're highly selective about who does this because we don't want in their own growing age to be impacted by, you know, societal tendencies and other things that they may want, not want to hear in normal everyday life. Mm-hmm. So the first line of defense is our students. The young children counsel the other young children who are in distress. This is what a, a very, very large program that we are trying to set it up across all the 22 schools that we have in seven countries. The second thing we're trying to do really is to make sure that the children are, you know, taken away from their digital life and through our holistic programs where we do a lot of activities, lifelong learning, uh, nurturing their individuality, but more importantly, you know, introducing them aspects of meditation, which can bring about a lot of peace to their mind mm-hmm. uh, to be able to instill habits of yoga and, and physical exercises in addition to a whole lot of things that we do in terms of allowing their interest areas and hobbies to be developed. So I think what we are trying to see here is the first line of defense has to be a young youth who can address the questions and answers of the young, uh, of the affected person. And second is then, of course, we escalate the cases which seem to be very severe, which are not merely a dialogue or a a phone call things, and then escalate to counselors. And then counselors really who are trained, uh, professional counselors, uh, are able to then address the the needs of the child in distress and then appropriately be able to escalate to their parents and and, uh, refer them to counselors uh, outside the school, etc. So I think we believe that 80% of the issues will get resolved. Mm-hmm. If the first line of defense is able to engage with the students and most of their anxiety uh, is addressed. So that, I think, is, is a great approach to start with. Okay, so what you're basically saying is if peer pressure is the, the core problem with these mental health issues, then have positive reinforcements from other peers. Yes, Okay. that's correct. 
then where do the parents come in? How do the parents, how do us parents help our children if um, they are having these mental health issues, they are having these peer stressors? So I think we, we have to realize that parents are not necessarily the, the first point of contact for the child. No, sometimes we're not the last point. <laughs> yes. So us parents, I think we have to be, of course, in addition to you know looking at various behavioral patterns and indicators, I think what we have to really uh, instill in the children is that, look, if there's a problem, I'm your friend. I'm going to help you out in this. Mm-hmm. If you can definitely talk to your peers and see how they can help you. But look, if you really feel that something is really unnerving for you, you come back to us. We will be able to talk to you. We'll be able to find a solution to it. This is the most difficult aspect of it because in practical terms, children are always very, you know, careful about what do I do to tell my parents and will they be, you know, taking it lightly or positively or negatively. But I think we just have to make them believe and make them feel that if there is a need, we are here just to help away. You just let us know. We'll be able to help you out. Okay, now that is a that is messaging that most of us parents understand should be put to our children. However, emotions being emotions, if parents are having difficulties maintaining that message at consistency, is there something that can be done to help the parents themselves? Right. So I think there are there are um, we what we call as uh, you know some sort of uh, awareness seminars that we do off and on for the parents. And I think important for parents is to be in touch with the teacher, concerned teachers, because, you know, teachers have what we have created through MyGIS, which is our own system, is that teachers, if they notice something which is something extraordinary observation, Mm -hmm. uh, they are able to, you know, kind of note it down in the system. And regardless of which teacher is attending to the student, they are able to have all these inputs with them. This is not to say that there are any comments or observations which are negative to the student. But if parents can make any approach to the teachers and be open about it, where they feel there is a concern about the mental health of the child, that data is very important for the teacher to correlate with any observations that may have happened. And so it is about mixing and matching this data and be able to tell the parent. So teacher and parent have to work in very close tandem. Mm -hmm. Uh, The parents definitely have to work together with their children, with their friends. And uh, it's, it's just a matter of, you know, finding out the right atmosphere to resolve these issues. Right. With programs like these, is the success rate um, at leveling the, the kids out and, and making them feel more confident and comfortable with themselves uh, more successful in the, in the younger group or in the older group? Yeah, you're right. Uh, and your observation is correct. The, ch- the chances of a better success lies in counseling the uh, children under age 14. Right. And the reason is because uh, the more confidence they have that, look, I'm not going to be identified. I'm not going to be, you know, standing out from my peers. Uh, this thing can be settled in, in total confidentiality. Uh, whoever I'm talking to will not be able to uh, convey this message of what I'm going through. I think that confidence, when it builds in, mm-hmm. these students are more likely to fall back onto the track and uh, be able to, you know, uh, kind of take it as, okay, that's been an experience. Let's just forget about it right. and move on. And move so on from that there. Is, yes. Okay. So at that point, do those children who have successfully uh, recalibrated perhaps their, their sense of confidence, do they then, is there a potential for them then to become peers? Yes, uh, and I think that's, that's uh, you know, the learning journeys are very important for them to be peers and they, them to help out other children. 
So there, there we have had many cases where uh, children have been able to uh, understand what they were going through, understand that these were mental health issues. Uh, and I'm using the word cautiously, uh, mental health issues may not necessarily mean psychological, uh, psychological issues sure. or behavioral issues. So I think once they feel that comfort, uh, they definitely become our champions. And I think that's the whole idea is to really encourage more and more students to come forward, be it in whatever age group they are, to be able to realize that, look, somebody needs help. And if they can volunteer for it, that's going to be saving one life. All right. We've been speaking to Atul Tamernika, co-founder and chairman of Global Schools Foundation Singapore. Before I let you go, do you have any uh, last words of advice for parents who might be thinking they've got a child at home that uh, is suffering from peer pressure from social media? Yeah, I, th- I would I would encourage those uh, parents to actually have a conversation with the teachers. And, and while teachers may not be able to find a solution, the teachers can definitely pay attention to the classroom dynamics that happen during the class. And as such, what is important is that one or two extra people other than the parents should be aware of it. And I think teachers will be the first line of uh, communication. And parents should understand that, look, today it's not the current mental health issues are arising out of social media. There's nothing to do with what happened with the child or the child's character or whatever it is. It's an external influence. So you got to you got to try and contain the external influence by using external influences and to ensure that these get neutralized and they are able to then, therefore, uh, the child is able to focus on the positive outcomes of his or her own life. All right. Thank you so much for that. We've been speaking to Atul Tamunika on Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.